Hey, this is Gayo Nelson, president and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami, the host of The Game of Life, where everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to The Game of Life. I'm Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters and the host of The Game of Life Mentoring Podcast, where everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you. I am thrilled coming to you live on Facebook. This will also be posted on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Instagram, and all the social media uh, platforms. But in the studio today, young man I've come to know uh, and good, good brother, alumni little brother anthony howard welcome to the game of life sir thanks gail appreciate it thanks for having me oh no it's a pleasure having you in the studio anthony we start every podcast by just letting everybody know and get a chance to get to know you know our guests are you know which includes community leaders donors partners uh, staff at times but you are a product of big brothers big sisters and before we get into that your mentoring story and your journey as a little brother. Just tell us a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, and what you're doing now. Sure, sure. So uh, I grew up in Cincinnati, Ohio. O-H-I-O. <laughs> you know, that's my home state, too, just for the record. Yeah. Love so, Ohio. Go ahead, yeah, brother. If you know anything about Cincinnati, Ohio, the way we start off our introductions, um, we first talk about the high school we went to. So I went to Wanna Hills High School, um, proud alumni of Wanna Hills High School, graduated from the University of Cincinnati. Um, I grew up playing sports all my life, so played a lot of baseball and basketball, actually walked on to the baseball team at University of Cincinnati, so played one year there. Um, did an internship at Procter & Gamble for a couple of years, enjoyed that. Headquartered um, in Cincinnati, right? Procter & Gamble? Yep, headquartered in Cincinnati, yeah. so that was my that was my dream as a young boy growing up. Work for P&G <laughs> and, and make my living that way. But um, ended up doing an internship there, uh, loved it, uh, but ended up taking my, my, my career elsewhere in, into consulting. Uh, I, uh, Deloitte reached out to me and end up um, working at Deloitte and still currently at Deloitte working there. So enjoy that very much. How long have you been with Deloitte? Uh, it's been six years now. Six years. And, that, and that's how you got to South Florida, right? Deloitte? Correct. Correct. Okay. So straight out of college, uh, six years. That's the only company I worked for. Man, really, really enjoy it. And you've worked your way up at Deloitte. I think congratulations are in order. We don't get into any details, but yep. congratulations on your, yep. I guess, recent promotion at Deloitte. Yes, thanks, Gail. That's thanks. all right. That's all right. Now, how old are you, Anthony? I mean, inquiring minds want to know. Sure, sure. I just turned 29, 29. on August 3rd, so a couple of days ago. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, happy belated birthday as well. Thank you. And so now, and before I move forward, I just have to give a very special shout out because I met you as a result of one of my colleagues and a fellow CEO, Correct. Kathy List the CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters of Greater Cincinnati. Correct. And certainly the services and the professionalism they provided to you, and they'll get a copy of this podcast for sure from you and from me probably. Uh, but uh, Kathy sent me an email and said, there's a special young man. And she said, Gail, I would love for you to just look after him, if you will. I mean, not yep. that you need looking after, nope. but that was just her yeah. way. She's just like a mom. Yeah. And she was so caring and so loving. She cared about you. And... I said, absolutely. So we had lunch, you and me, and that's when I signed up to be just in your network of mentors because you've had some great mentors. Yep. Uh, I'm just so impressed with who you are and what you stand for uh, and where you've come from. Uh, and with that in mind, so special shout-out to Kathy, listen, the entire team at Big Brothers Big Sisters of Greater Cincinnati. Mentoring. 
kind of important to you and kind of special to you. Yeah. Uh, so tell us your mentoring, just your story, sure. how you came into contact with Big Brothers, Big Sisters, and obviously we see the end result, but what's it done for you? Talk sure. to us. So to give a little background, Gail, uh, my mom raised my brother and I as a single mother, um, and her I think her idea was, okay, how can I – get a male figure uh, in these two boys, uh, their lives, and help uh, establish some characteristics that she established from her perspective. Um, so at age 10, um, my brother was eight at the time. She enlisted us in the program, uh, give or take one year. I can't remember the age off the top of my head. Right. But, uh, so we, we started in the program around <laughs> 10, 11. Um, uh, we were both assigned different Big Brothers at the time, right. um, but we ended up uh, going to the same Big Brother because it was easier that way. So uh, we were enlisted in the program, found the Big Brother, and until this day, we still keep in contact with uh, that Big Brother, that mentor of ours. What's his name? His name's Davis Baccarelli. Wow. And I literally just had lunch with him yesterday. So he had to travel down here for business. Uh, he reached out to me and said, hey, hey Anthony, I'll be in Miami. Um, and we had we had a nice little lunch, caught up, and he's on his way back as we speak to Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> did the big brother pay for the lunch? Uh, <laughs> he paid for the lunch. So yeah, is there a, is there an age where the big brother no longer pays for lunch? Because you're a working man now. I, I, I would like to think that I try to I try to try to help. cover some lunches and dinners, but he never allows me. So, so that's what big brothers do. Exactly, exactly. So I just had to throw that in there. Brother. Yeah, he, he's a, he's an awesome guy, awesome guy. So shout out to Davis for his service as a big brother. We have to. Just thank him, and we certainly want to make sure he gets a copy of this. But continue with the story, brother, because I know yeah. this gets deep. Yep. So uh, Dave has been my big – I'm 29. Like I said, I, I enlist, my mom enlisted me in the program around 11. So mm -hmm. it's been, what is that, 18 years that yes. he's been my mentor. Wow. Um, I know you mentioned how has mentoring impacted my life. Yes. Uh, it's still impacting my life. So yes. I can't I, – I, I, I'm just so appreciative of, of the program from that perspective because there's really no cutoff. Like some people say, oh, okay, I can do this for two years. But I, I think at Big Brothers and Big Sisters, it really doesn't work like that. Like you establish this relationship, uh, you build rapport with people, and these are uh, lifelong relationships that you continue to grow um, and build upon. So I, I do really enjoy that from the program. Um, so that's the 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 mentee portion, uh, the mentor portion is after uh, I established myself a bit and after I finished school, I reached out to the program and asked how I can give back and that was through being a mentor. Um, and my, men uh, my mentor requested that of me as well, like, hey, Anthony, maybe you should start thinking of that. Mm. I was like, oh, that's a great idea. So Cincinnati, Ohio, I um, enrolled in the Big Brother, Big Sister program to be a mentor got matched with a kid by the name of Brian, um, was his uh, mentor for two years. Uh, it was a great experience. Um, I taught him a lot of things as well as he taught me many things. Um, so it was a, a give and take relationship for sure. It wasn't just me giving to him. Um, I've learned a lot through that relationship. Uh, that, that match ended uh, because I ended up moving to New York. Right. I wanted to try something different uh, as it relates to my personal life. Uh, so I ended up moving to New York City and then enrolled into the Big Brother, Big Sister program in New York City and got matched with another little um, same same type of story. Uh, mentored him for two years, uh, hung out, took him around New York City, um, enjoyed that time together. 
and now I'm here um, speaking with uh, Mr. Nelson on this <laughs> podcast. So that's that's my mentoring life. So clearly, uh, from little to big, two times over, if you will, yes. in Cincinnati and New York, respectively. Let's go back to just you, and certainly kudos go to your mom. Correct. I say this all the time, whether it's one-on-one with a parent or guardian or literally in a room full of people. For a parent to trust big brothers, big sisters, in, the, in your case with her children, and recognizing the need. You mentioned just a, for that single mom, and I grew up single. Uh, my mother raised two boys on her own in Toledo, Ohio. Okay. Not too far from Cincinnati. Yeah, not too far at all. Uh, and so kindred spirits in that context. Uh, and as I think about just some of the challenges, over and above just the need for a male role model, let's just trace it back a little bit, if you don't mind. It's going a little deeper, brother. Because I've heard you speak, uh, and when Kathy sent me a video, you spoke at United Way. I think it was United Way Dinner in Cincinnati. Yep. yep. And I said, I got to meet this young man. Yep. Uh, what were some of the challenges that you were going through? And I remember vividly, and watching the video of you talk, tell your story, I mean, it got to you. Yep. Uh, because it's real. It is. And here you are, a 29-year-old professional, gainfully employed. Uh, you've given back as a big brother as well. And I want our audience, uh, both near and far and worldwide, to recognize, and certainly anybody in Miami, 305-644-0066. That's 305-644-0066. You can support a match financially. You can be in a match in terms of giving of your time, talent, and treasure uh, as a big brother or big sister, but uh, it's not too late. Uh, there's young men like Anthony all around this co- this county and all around this country, uh, and so Big Brothers Big Sisters stands ready to help you get involved. Uh, so, Anthony, just tell us a little bit about some of the challenges you faced as a little. As a little? Yeah, so some of the challenges for me personally, and, I, yes. and it, I'm sure it differs from case to case, but for me, I... Uh, my brother and I, we personally were looking for someone to challenge us as men or as mm. boys at the time. Right. So we had our mom. She was a, a great um, role model for us, but we also needed a role model from a male perspective. Right. And we didn't have that. Um, a lot of our friends had that at school. Some did, some did not, but mo- the majority did have that. So um, we, we can really tell even at a young age how they were guided in different ways with having that father figure in the household. Mm. Um, and this is why I kind of spoke to earlier how David, um, is still like, I'm still being impacted by David to this day. Uh, tell you a quick story, David, uh, great human being. I go to his house every time I go back to Cincinnati for Christmas and every Christmas it's, it's always going back. It's always fun going back there because his mom's an awesome hum- human being as well. She gives the best Christmas presents. <laughs> but other than that, she, they're, they're great people. But uh, one thing that David is still continuing to teach me is uh, to build character and to challenge myself as a man. And he does something with his nieces and nephews every Christmas. And what he does, it, what he did that really st- like struck home for me one Christmas was for each niece and nephew, there are about eight to ten of them. He get, there was an envelope with their name on it and there was a blank envelope. So the envelope with their name on it had $100 cash. Okay. The blank envelope had $200 cash. So he gave all eight to 10 nieces and nephews the option, hey, you can take this, one with their name, take it, it's all yours, $100 cash, and it's all, all yours. Or 
you can take the blank one. And if you take this blank one, you have to give it to a charity, someone at your school, that school that's in need or a friend that's in need. Uh, you can't keep it. You have to give it away. And I'm just sitting there like watching this go down live and I'm asking myself, what would I do? You know, like these kids are like, like they're thinking about it, but they, they all took the blank envelope and ended up wow. giving that to someone in need. But even though I wasn't given that opportunity to make the decision there right on the spot, I'm still like challenging myself. Like at that age, what would I, what, what would I have done? You Certainly. Know? Um, so that's just a small, I have so many stories like this for David, but uh, to answer your question, Gil. Um, but let's just pause for a minute. I mean, that, that's profound. Yeah. I mean, again, how old were the nieces and nephews, give or take? Yeah, so they, they range from, I want to say, 6 to <laughs> six to 20. Yeah. Okay. So, six again, and certainly you think about the mindset of a 6-year-old versus a 20-year-old. Correct. But still $100 cash. I don't care. Anywhere in that range, age range from literally, you know, child to, you know, young adult. Correct. But it's a powerful message of it's more blessed to give than to receive. receive and for these kids to realize and to see personally that wow i'm fortunate i'm blessed here's my uncle you know that's present one correct the presence of a po of a positive male but then here's one who's giving but also challenge you to think exactly and to be benevolent and to think about others as well exactly. so that that's powerful and certainly that's the, so have you done that with any have you used that with any of any family or friend i haven't used that yet, yet. but it, it it is the I, I will use that in the future with my children there you go um, with my family and i will try to like lead by example in that manner i think that's super powerful like not only to 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 do yes but to, like david david is mentoring through big brother big sister right but he's also mentoring in a way through his family that's right and i think that's super important because i think sometimes we get in this check the box exercise like okay i've done my community service for today i'm done i i've mentored check now when i go home i just relax i don't, I don't have anything else, right any, anything else to focus on yes so I, I think it's it's teaching me like like you got to be on in, in terms of like uh giving back um all the time you know you have to you have to be be willing to like give back in in all types of situations so well, anthony it's a it's a lifestyle exactly see what david has done is he's just he's 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 walking the talk exactly it's not okay and you're right oftentimes corporations and their corporate social responsibility it's easy to just cut a check Correct. and certainly nonprofits like big brothers big sisters we appreciate all the the donors who invest in the cause of mentoring correct but also when you think about just your heart it's your head and your heart, knowing you need to do something, but then really investing yourself. And it's not a, so again, like you say, it doesn't take it off. You know, a mentor, and I say this on every podcast, is a trusted friend and counsel. And so when you think about someone, that woman, that man who's giving of their time and their talents and sometimes their treasure, it is really something that does not end because it's a friend. It's a friend for life. You have friends for life. Correct. He's in your network and you are part of his family. Correct. Now. And so that that's special. So as you grew up, you were what 10 or 11 when you were first matched. Correct. And so here you are 18 years later. Yep. Still in touch. Correct. Uh with your big brother. <clears throat> what was the biggest challenge for you growing up? Was it just the need for the void of a male? Uh what was the other what are some other challenges you had? Challenges for me personally or challenges in the relationship with my Either one. Either okay. one. Well, you, you you're driving, brother. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think personally, uh, 
just the void in the male was my biggest yeah. challenge. Just to like have a, a male figure to ask questions to. Right. Um, um, because as a young boy, like you don't want to go to your mom for certain types of questions, right. you know? That's right. Um, and even with a, uh, a new, new male mentor, you don't even want to go to him because you have to establish some trust. Right. Yes. Um, but David did give me the opportunity and he was very patient with my brother and I in the literally, you know, I kid you not the first three years, like we, there were times where he would call us if we didn't answer his phone, he would call us three times in one day. Um, because <laughs> wow. my brother and I, we were terrible at responding back. We were like, oh, okay, yeah, he's just another male guy that probably will eventually leave our, our lives at some point. Yeah, he'll but go away at some point, exactly. right? Exactly. Um, but he didn't give up. Like, if we didn't answer the phone on a, on a Monday uh, at 5 p.m., we, and, we weren't gonna, and we didn't have any intention on answering the phone later, we had four missed calls by 10 p.m. Um, and he would wow. call us until, until we answered. Um, so for me, that, that, that really showed me that he was invested and he, he cared. Um, and through this process, through these, these 18 years, I've been <laughs> able to uh, establish a relationship with him and talk to him, thing, talk to him about things that I didn't feel comfortable talking to him about at 11. No doubt about 12, it. 12, 13, 14. So, so he was present in your life, present in his family's life. Correct. And for you, with you and your biological brother, to see that type of consistency and commitment Correct. May, means a whole lot. And let me just to take, let me just share a little bit about me because it's interesting and it's special for me. I'm the dad I am today because of what my daddy wasn't. Let me right. say that again. I am the father I am today because of what my father was not. He passed away about 10 years ago, and that was a tough day for me. But at the end of the day, I got four, four children. I call my oldest G2. He's in the building literally right now. Uh, probably not far from this studio. Uh, but as I think about that legacy of a man, uh, and I will take it even deeper, legacy of as a black man as well, because far too often the, st the stats spell it out. Correct. We have too many men, black men, who are absent. Uh, and the majority of the kids we serve at Big Brothers Big Sisters look like you and me. Uh, and so I met my dad in an airport in San Francisco. I flew from Detroit Metro Airport to SFO, San Francisco International, and I met my father. Uh, in that airport and sought to build the relationship, but he liked business more than family. And so it just didn't quite work out. Mm -hmm. And I share that with kids when I go places because that is my story. We all have a story. And sometimes people don't want to share their story. They don't want to be that, that next stat line, if you will. But uh, it's very important that men, uh, w regardless of their background, cultural language they speak, be present in children's lives because it does tremendous harm. Have you? Did you ever meet your dad at all? Yeah, yeah. I have. Um, I have a relationship with my dad today. Well, okay. Well, that's good. Uh, yep. Um, through, I would say, until eighteen. Okay. Their the, the relationship was pretty much non-existent. Um, okay. Was he in Ohio? Uh, he is in Ohio. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, he had. He was in and out of jail. Okay. Um, he um, was involved in things he probably shouldn't necessarily right. have been involved in. Right. Um, but. Uh, as I started to turn 18, he started to try to turn his life over a bit. All right. um, he still has a couple of challenges here and there, but we do have a relationship. And Good for you. He does call me, I would say, at least on a monthly basis to just check up on me and see how I'm doing. But, uh, yeah, that, that relationship's growing, um, but it, it, it wasn't there um, as much as it should have been yeah. um, during, the, during the times of me being established as a man or growing up as a I go when you needed him the most exactly he was not there yeah and that's that's a tough pill to swallow but 
uh, I'm just so uh, pleased yep. uh, that you had somebody in your life. Yep. Go ahead, brother. And I, I think, like you mentioned, Gil, I, th I think everything happens for a reason, right? I think um, him not being in my life was almost a blessing for me. Not a blessing, but it, it challenged me to, like you mentioned, not be an, another statistic. So yes. um, I've, I've put myself in a situation where to think, okay, this is this kind of put me at a disadvantage, but that, that doesn't mean that I still need to lose. That's I right. I can still win. There you go. Um, so I, 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 I approached it that way, and I think it's helped me more than it's hurt me, especially because of David, uh, Big Brother's Big Sisters program. Without that happening, I wouldn't have had the chance to probably experience this program and these people that are have been brought into my life. Mm, so mm, mm. I love I, that. I, everything happens for a reason, and I, I have no regrets about it. See, that's a championship mentality. Yeah. So you're getting me hyped up now. See <laughs> see what you just said. Now, what position did you play in baseball? I play center field. Center field. So yeah. have you ever dropped a ball? You just say, pop fly. Have you ever dropped one? Oh, yeah, I've dropped plenty. Did you drop, just throw your glove down on the grass and then just run off the field and say, that's it, my nope. career's over? Nope. And so, such as, so it is with life. Yep. Uh, and again, you're on the team. Okay, you drop one, but guess what? I'm sure you, what's, just, what's the, uh, most significant catch because I know you remember every center fielder knows yep. the significant the most significant catch you ever made in a sport of baseball. Yep. Take us back. We're going. This is now like ESPN, <laughs> brother. Let's go. So uh, yeah, I, I played for this team uh, called the Diamond Stars. Diamond uh, Stars. Fairfield like, wasn't that wasn't that, wasn't that like Space Jam? Diamond Stars. <laughs> that was, that was something Possibly, else. Yeah. Mon Stars. I'm sorry. Go yeah. ahead, brother. I think they were located at Fairfield, Ohio at the time. But yeah, uh, there was a ball hit off the bat. I just remember <laughs> running for. I, I remember running for a good. 15 seconds and I'm that was I'm, a big hit exactly I, and I'm running I'm like there's no way I'm gonna get to this ball and I, I see that out of like the the my left eye and I'm like I'm just gonna I'm gonna die for it if, if I miss it I miss it but if I catch it this is gonna be a good catch end up diving for it slid about a good solid five yards across the grass and then everybody was everybody was cheering you held the glove up held you gotta show up. it show and prove yep yep it's one of the best catches uh of my of my baseball career See, so. any athlete knows that play yep offense or defense you know the play you know when it happened you knew i mean all the circumstances surrounding it and that's why this this podcast is called the game of life because in life what you just broke down about your dad and about your mentors is the fact that hey or my dad wasn't present i can just say okay game over and that's just sadly the case for far too many young young men they think their life is over. They think their life is they're not uh, worthy because the one who I care and love the most, the one who I look like, I bear his name. I'm spitting image of my dad. Wasn't there when I needed him the most, but I had people in my life. And I wouldn't be sitting in my, this seat right now as CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters if those folks in my life, those mentors, were not present to help me and to tell me, get up. Yep. Now, they, yeah, that's an overrepresentation of black men in, in incarcerated in jail, but we need to change that. We need to change that dynamic. Correct. And everybody listening, see, in the game of life, everybody makes the team, whether you ever played a sport or not, but how you play is up to you. So you played it well, my friend. Now I'm sitting here looking at a professional at Deloitte here <laughs> in Miami. Uh, and there's something else I want to share with our listening audience. Here we are live on Facebook. Uh, we're also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the social Instagram, all the social media platforms. Get involved. Get on the team. Become a mentor. Become a donor. Make an impact in a child's life, 305-644-0066. Let people know. I just listened to the game of life, and I'm ready to make. I'm ready to get on the team. Put me in, coach. And speaking about putting me, putting me in, you just, as an alumni big brother 
and a young professional here in Miami, a little birdie told me, because I know people around here, that you will be chairing our impact circle, our young professionals council. Correct. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank we you. could not be uh, more thrilled to have you on the Big Brother Big Sisters team here. But as what do you expect to give or bring to the impact circle, Anthony, and what does success look like for you? Yeah, so I think success, you know, looks what success looks like for me is I, I, I more than anything, I want to bring a sense of community. And I know you guys already have that established here, uh, but I would like to bring that in a sense from a, a young professional perspective. Yes. Uh, there are a bunch of young perspective, uh, young professionals out there that want to get involved. Yes. I, I know specifically from Deloitte, uh, Deloitte perspective, they just don't know what or how. So um, I've already gotten the ball rolling like, hey, guys, like this is happening. Like, think about it if it's for you. Hey, like, let me know. Like, let's let's get the ball rolling. If not, no hard feelings. Like, That's right. um, there's other opportunities out there. If it's not for you, don't feel pressured. Um, so, just to answer your question, um, sense of community, a sense of belonging, and mm. awareness. Um, yes. I think, uh, <clears throat> like, just to reiterate off what I said, people want to get involved. They just don't know how. Um, and I think if, uh, especially if I can share my experience, um, they. I think big brothers, big sisters could be a, a home for many young professionals in, in Miami for sure. It's a target group that we need to have more of. Correct. And future board members, future donors. But at the end of the day, whether it's episodic volunteerism here in the building, whether it's becoming a big like you and your big brother did, there's so many ways to get involved. And when you think about brand strength from a marketing standpoint, a brand gets its strength from repetition and visibility. And Correct. so through your leadership and impact circle, we want every young professional in, in Miami to know that, hey, there's a place for you, big brothers, big sisters. It may not be writing a check. It may be, hey, I'm going to do some things with some kids. I'll be there for the holiday uh, party. I'll be there for some sports uh, mentoring and some, some workshops and things of that nature. So congratulations. Welcome aboard uh, to the impact circle because I know you're going to do an incredible job. Thanks, Gail. Thanks Look, for before we close the show, uh, and as we think about folks who want to give back, some folks say, I don't have the time to mentor. Well, the message is the cost of doing nothing is far too high. And so whether you spare a dime or you spare some of your time, uh, we need that your help at Big Brothers, Big Sisters, so everybody can do something. What is your, your message as an alumni little brother and a two-time <laughs> big brother to those that are listening to this podcast? As we said, we're live on Facebook. No pressure whatsoever, brother, but you're talking to the whole world. Yep. What's your message as an alumni <laughs> for those considering giving back in some way? Yep. So, Gail, I kind of want to piggyback off what you mentioned earlier about everyone having a story, right? Mm. Um, we all have stories. We've all been through some type of troubles, trials, and tribulations. Um, to me, what I would say to that is uh, how, how cool would it be if you could be a part of someone's story in some type of way? Like if you're thinking about giving back to someone, um, like, and you don't, you feel like you don't have the time. My my advice is just give it a shot. If it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out, and you can move on with your life. But if it does work out, imagine how like good of a story that could be. Imagine like you could potentially be the next David, or the, or not even the next David, but you can just be. An, uh, influ uh, uh, a mentor, someone that's influential on someone else's life. Yes. Um, some, pe some people just need someone to talk to. Um, 
and they don't need a lot of time. It just needs an outlet or someone to vent to. Um, there, there was a guy out of the Cincinnati office who came to me um, saying, hey, Anthony, I, I want to be a, uh, I want to give back, but I don't have a lot of time. Okay. And this is the answer I gave to him. Like, hey, just give it a shot. If you don't like it, no hard feelings. Um, like, at least you can say you, you tried it. That was two and a half, three years ago, and he's still a part of the Big Brother Big Sister program <laughs> today. So, um, I, that, that's the best example I can give. Um, just, just nothing. There's, there's no harm in trying. So I, I feel like for those that are out there thinking about giving back and kind of are on the, on the line, I say just just try to cross the line and take a chance. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But if it does, it, it, you can change someone's life. As you have changed, your life has been changed, and you are, you are changing, uh, helping change other kids' lives. And through the Impact Circle here at Big Brothers Big Sisters Young Professionals, uh, it is a pleasure to once again talk to you, Anthony. Uh, shout out to Kathy List one more time, Big Brothers Big Sisters Cincinnati. Uh, and for all listening, uh, Anthony, you are a role model. You are a true uh, mentor, a true uh, gentleman and scholar. Uh, Deloitte's uh, blessed to have you on the team we're blessed to have you as part of the big brothers big sisters family so for all those listening out there well, thanks for listening to the game of life where everybody makes the team but how you play is up to you uh, the cost of doing nothing is far too high and there's far too many kids in this community who are yearning for something yearning for just somebody to talk to yearning for success so let's fill the void let's make it happen thanks for listening to the game of life let's go Hey, this is Gail Nelson. This is The Game of Life.